what's going on, Bucks fans, and welcome back to the Cannon Fire Podcast on YouTube and iTunes, back for episode six. It's going to be a good one. We're going to be talking to Bears. As the Bucks open up at home, we're going to be talking about Hurricane Irma some of the great things going on in Tampa Bay to help out with hurricane relief. And we are just going to talk a couple of other things. Uh, really quick, I did want to bring up Evan. How are, uh, Evan, how are you doing today, man? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I am hanging in there the best I can. I just I wanted to ask how you were doing today um, and open up the show with a little bit of a fantasy roundup. Now, I know... I know mm. you drafted. Uh, I know you drafted David Johnson, your uh, your first overall pick, and uh, we did learn today and throughout the course of yesterday that that DJ is out of action for what two to three months was it? It appears so. Yeah. I, I mean, it could be worse. Uh, it could be worse. I do have. I do have some inspiring words uh, from Mr. Matt Berry. You ever watch the fantasy show on ESPN? No, not really. Just until you, you know, decided to DM me it. But uh, I had to sit through that. <laughs> I had to send it to you, but just some positive words uh, from Mr. Matt Berry. Let me make sure the volume's all turned up here. We'll take a listen. Just anyone who drafted David Johnson, it's just it's a message from us to you. You're kind of screwed. Well, well, no, not kind of, mostly. You're mostly screwed. Actually, you're completely screwed, to be honest. According to our own Adam Schefter, David Johnson having surgery this week and expected to miss two to three months. So now David Johnson's dislocated wrist is probably going to locate your fantasy team at the bottom of the standing. Yikes. Yikes. Nope. Yikes. But he did wrap up. He did wrap up and he said, for now. So, you know, if somebody can... If somebody can come up and be a star anywhere else on that bench, I know you've got a couple of stars on that bench, a couple of sleeper guys. We talked about it on the draft, and we actually ended up giving away a few really good picks on the draft because we were talking about it and people were watching it, unfortunately. But anyways, if you guys are uh, if you guys are on Fantasy and you drafted David Johnson, don't give up hope. I just wanted to start the show by saying that I went 0-1 this week. I lost in Fantasy, so i gotta, I got to throw something out there to make me feel better about myself and my team. You know what I mean? I, and the worst part, uh, yeah, you know what? because I, if, you'll probably you'll probably lose the next week and the next week and the okay, next. Okay, all right. Listen, if we're gonna talk like that, <laughs> let's just put things in perspective here. I couldn't set my starters for one. The NFL app, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because of my phone. The NFL uh, app yeah, on it's iPhone. It's the app's fault. <laughs> I, it was the app's fault. I couldn't set my starters. I wasn't able to set my starters this week, so I wasn't able to rotate my bench the way that I wanted to. I was able to get Deshaun Jackson out. But that's all I did because I was on the computer. Um, I had done my starters on the computer, and then I jumped onto the app, and it said, oh, optimize your lineup. It'll project you, I think it was like .9 points farther up. And so I optimized my lineup, and it threw in all the bad people. Not even all the bad people. It threw in the Bucks defense who didn't even play this week, who had a bye. I don't know why it automatically threw them in. So I had I had no defense, but the worst part was is I got beat by a guy who had two players on a bye, two players who didn't even play. I got whooped. I think he finished with like ninety some points. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. But in other current events, uh, did you see the did you see the Gators game? Uh, well, 
Gators, yeah, Tennessee? I, yeah, I, I didn't see it, but, you know, I follow a lot of Gators fans, and uh, I saw it, let's just say that. I didn't see it live, but I did see it, and it was pretty nice. I ain't going to lie. Pretty, you know, the Gators still no offense, I wasn't, uh... still will never be the – Still never, never beat who? Huh? You had to, you had to stop there. Never beat who? The, the, yeah, yeah. They'll never, still never beat the Knowles. But other than that, um, we're, I'm not gonna go on that subject. I don't want to make you cry or anything. But um, <laughs> you know, we we can't have none of that on air. But you know, it was a nice play. I'll give it. Probably their their nicest play in the past. Nicest play of what? the season. You know, that's years that's what so? we got. That's what we got. No, on the ten season. years or so. The... Eleven years. What is it? <laughs> When when did Tebow win the ring? Was it really over? Te- was it really ten years ago when Tebow won the national championship? No, I think it was two thousand nine. So two years it'll be ten years. Oh my god! Tim Tebow just turned thirty. Can you believe that? Unreal. But uh, if you guys didn't catch it, we're not going to spend too much time on it because obviously we are here to talk about the Bucks. But if you guys did not catch it, it was tied twenty to twenty. Six seconds left in the fourth quarter, and the Florida Gators found a Hail Mary for 62 yards to get that touchdown and win the game against the Tennessee Volunteers, who I like very much. Tennessee has actually come out to be a kick-ass team these past two years. But a great finish to a great game by a great team. But let's talk about the Bucks. Mm. The Bucks play the Bears tomorrow, and we might as well get this out of the way because it, it's you know better late than never. We've talked about it before. I'll say it before. I have said it before. I'll say it again. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to smack the Bears tomorrow. It's going to be a two-possession game. Mm. And if we're talking if we're talking final scores, which I guess we can do. We'll talk final scores and then we'll do what you had talked about with the uh with the MVP's offensive and defensive. If we're talking final score, I'm saying I'm saying 20 to 34. 20 to 34 or 20 to 30 is going to be my final score. It's going to be a two-possession game. And okay. offensive offensive MVP uh offensive MVP Deshaun Jackson should come out and have a very, very big day. I would like to see him come out and have a very big day. I think James can throw all over this Chicago Bears defense, just like he did last year. The secondary is nothing too special. The only thing we really got to focus on is stopping that ground game against the Bears because the Bears came out week one and, and had a pretty impressive showing with the run game. Not even going to lie, they held they held Atlanta to what? What was it, one, one touchdown or three points was the final score of that game? Uh, it was 23-17, so... Yeah, uh, it was not even a touchdown. Game. Not even yeah. a touchdown. So, if they can do that with the world champs, and we can beat Atlanta up any day of the week, but mm-hmm. regardless, Atlanta is the uh, defending NFC champ, so you gotta, you gotta look at it that way. You can't take it very lightly, but it is gonna be a two-possession game. Deshaun Jackson should have a really big game tomorrow. And on defense, I'd really like to see the pass rush. I'd like to see the front four as the MVP for the day. Hopefully, Gerald McCoy can come out and just tear up Mike Glennon all day long or whoever gets the start. Uh, it should be a really good day for the front four on the defensive line. Mm. Uh, well, you know, I the, the, the sense I get from a, a lot of Bucks fans is that you know, and it's nothing against you or, or whatever, or, or any Bucks fan because they're all entitled to have their opinion. But a lot of Bucks fans don't think this game will be close, and I think it will be. I mean, I think, this team. Let, let me clarify really quick. I think it'll have its moments. I, I think we'll, you know, I think we'll come out and it'll be, it'll be back and forth. I don't think it's, you know, I don't think we're gonna run away with it early. But anyways, like I, I, I kind of know what you mean. But go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. 
That's no problem. Um, it's just a lot of fans seem to think that this is going to be, you know, I've been seeing uh, we post the prediction on the fan page, Bucks Football, uh, every Friday. And uh, if you've seen it, then you already know my prediction. But um, a lot of fans are saying, you know, oh, 42 to 17 bucks, uh, 34, 7 bucks, uh, you know, this and that, and uh, 42 to, to, to 20 bucks. And I just don't. I just don't see it. Um, you know, this team hasn't played. The starters haven't played. Really, all the starters haven't played since week two of the preseason. And a little fun fact, on Sunday, it'll be exactly one month since the second week of the preseason. So they haven't, like De- Deshaun Jackson hasn't had game action in a month. Um, you know, Mike Evans hasn't had game action in a month. Yeah, uh, you know, Quan Alexander, guys like that, haven't had game action in a whole month. So I think they will be a bit rusty. And maybe even, I've said this, maybe even the Bears have a a, a 3 nothing lead at the end of the first quarter. I could uh, I could see a world where that happens. Um, however, I do think that the Bucks are just the better football team. And I think eventually they'll win. I'm going to go close one, but I think uh, the Bucks defense ends up, uh, I think, the Bears probably get one more chance of probably like three minutes to go or so. And then I think uh, the Bucks defense finally gets a takeaway from Glennon. Uh, look for Vernon Hargraves. I think Vernon Hargraves to make that to make that play. Um, more than one, I'm more go than, uh, more than one pick on the day or just one? Or where are you feeling on the interceptions? Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, because uh, I'll, I'll just give you a little hint. I think uh, he's going to be my defensive MVP. So uh, I'll explain when I get to the defensive MVP, I'll explain the type of game I think we'll have and why he'll have it. Um, I'm gonna my prediction is gonna be 28-20 Bucks. Uh, I think that the Bucks are just the better team. You know, it's it's we. I think it's this close because it's week two for the Bears and week one for the Bucks. Um, and that's gonna be unfortunately until week 11. Yes, it'll start affecting the players week 11, but also, well, probably around. Starting like week six or so, uh, the teams because the teams can't have bye weeks until week four, I believe, is the earliest you can have a bye week. So around week six or week seven, the the Bucks record. Uh, but until then, the Bucks record is going to look very weird. Like every like uh, every, a lot of the other people in the NFL be one and one, oh, and Bucks they will be often. But they're prepared. You said a lot of the starters haven't played games in about a month. Now, are you saying just look at the ring rust and it'll take maybe you know, the first half for first quarter or even the first time to shake off, or it's something that lasts maybe a game and a half? I think it's honestly the Bears for last year. But- I think this would be much more difficult. Uh, let's do the Giants or the Vikings or, uh, you know, the Panthers or the other teams. So I think that's definitely how much you can go back here. I think 
end up going in 16. No, I don't believe so. It couldn't happen. Certainly could. Um, and, I mean, you know, I just think that ha- you know, having Chicago as your opponent really helps. And you'll, you'll take, because what happens is when you have a bad, when you're facing a bad opponent with your rust, the, that opponent doesn't really take advantage of it. Because they're not that great, so if the Bucks, you know, going to halftime down three nothing, I mean, or not down three nothing, but down three or down six, whatever, maybe it's like sixteen to ten at halftime. The Bucks are still in that game, and honestly, the Heat's going to be a factor. It's going to be a hot one. It, it really is. Yeah. Um, going to be around the nineties uh, for that game, and the Bucks are wearing their white on pewters, and the Bears are wearing navy blue. So I would expect the Bucks early on to try and wear down the Bears. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, uh, I think they're going to try to run the ball, but I also think they're going to try to pass the ball. And that is going to bring me into my offensive and defensive MVPs. Um, I'm going to save my offensive one for last because I think that's a little bit of a, uh, an odd one. Um, defensive MVPs, Vernon Hargraves, as I said earlier, I think it's Vernon Hargraves because, I mean, quite frankly, yes, Mike Glennon is... I guess you could say efficient quarterback because he doesn't really throw many picks. Um, but, but you know, check down, he's a checkdown god. That's what he is. Yeah, Mister well, Checkdown Football. Yeah, I mean, and and that's I think tackling. Um, this could be where the, I'm just not saying it will. I'm saying it could. It could be where Dirk Cutter's plan of players not tackling each other. Uh, it could come to bite him right here because checkdowns. Okay, allow the checkdown, make the tackle right away. Yeah, stop him on the you, spot. If, Don't let him pick if you, up one, if two, you three yards. If you miss the tackle, if you miss the tackle, I, they'll just check down all day on you, and they'll run screens, and it'll be it'll be a long and you know I would rather freaking then throw the ball downfield and get it than throw a check down and get a first down. I mean, to me, that's just so frustrating when they throw the ball, you know, past you know not you know not first down, not past the first down, and yet you miss a tackle and still get the first down. I think that's more frustrating than giving up a, a big play down the field. Right. Um, I, I feel you 100% and, on there. And I mean, it's going to be huge. And But that's the running backs. I'm talking about Vernon Hargreaves covering the wide receivers and what wide receivers. There is no wide receivers on the Bears. They pretty much stink. I'm not going to lie. Kendall Wright's okay. Um. I, actually, I wanted Kendall Wright in the offseason, but not for anything more than a third, fourth, or maybe. Um, he's okay. Marcus Wheaton, I believe, is the other one. He's okay as well, but, I mean, they're mediocre at best. I mean, and at best. Um, so, we'll see. They, they lost Cam Meredith, who was going to be their number one guy. Um, they lost him in the preseason, and then they just lost their 20. 15 first round pick Kevin White who is who's who's basically a bust. Um, I'm pretty sure you can call him that now. He's only played five career games, so um, he, he's a bust. So they lost him for the season. So now the Bucks the the, the load is is easier, and I, I think that Vernon Hargreaves comes up 
I honestly think he can get the two picks this game. I think uh, I think he could come up with a pick six. Two picks this game um, against Glennon. Be... Yeah. Um, what I'm thinking, I'm thinking if Glennon all day is checked down city, he's throwing these safe passes, he's throwing short, picking up, and nobody's making those tackles, I think it sets up a very, very hard situation for Hargraves to come down and make a play on the football. But, you know, if he catches him on a slant, well, catches a receiver on a slant, is able to cross and come away with the pick, then it'll be easy pickings for him all day. But on the checkdowns, that does make well, it a lot harder for him. Well, I'm thinking he throws the checkdown because the Bucks will be up. Um, okay. I mean, he. I mean, he doesn't throw checkdown. He. I mean, he's got a. Let's so. Let's say the Bucks are up fourteen nothing. Running the balls out the window, and Glennon has to start forcing some balls down the field. Um, you know, I mean, he has to. Right. Uh, you know, or else that game could get out to what they were doing because clearly it wasn't working. So, I mean, and that's a big thing that we talked about even before the. Hurricane or postponed it was with Miami. I said that if the Bucks get out fourteen nothing, seventeen nothing, this game's over because Miami can't run the ball now because that takes away their biggest threat, JJ. They can't run the ball. You're down seventeen nothing. I mean, you cannot. Obviously, you don't have to pass every play, but you can't run the ball as much as you'd like to. Um, and you also can't throw screens and stuff like that and small stuff. That's why you know I think it's important for the Bucks. To get a lead, do I think they will? I don't. I, I think that the Bucks will start off very sloppy, very slow, but uh, eventually they'll the lead and maintain it. And I think that's probably where the Bucks have. Uh, do they have a, a you know, seventeen to seven leaders, um, or uh, they have fourteen leaders? And uh, it's in the current forces picks it off, takes it out, 27. And then that's a scare him a little bit. He's let the offense start to back now. Maybe like The uh, man himself, Mr. A. Hump. Do you think he's my offensive MVP? Why? Uh, I'll tell you why. I'd like, I'd like to come out and be your offensive MVP. But the weapons now, I mean, I, I don't know. Tell me, tell me what you think. And, oh, that's, one, that's, one, that's one of the reasons I think he'll do good. I think the weapons will open it up for him. I think that. Uh, you know, the very weakest link on their defense is the secondary. I think that the Bears are going to have their hands with Bradley Kim and Brayton. They're going to be so focused on okay. stopping Mike and John Jackson that they're going to essentially forget about Humphreys. I think, I think uh, Humphreys ends up getting uh, close to 100 yards, and I think he catches a touchdown pass. Okay, I see exactly where you're coming from. That's not a bad idea at all, actually. I was thinking the same thing. You talked about having those more weapons, opening it up for them. He can go out there. He can run around and make a play. He has proven ability to be in the right place at the right time, and that's exactly what we need from a guy like Adam mm-hmm. Humphreys. So, you know, not 
Mm-hmm. Not, a, not a bad look at all for Hump. I can see exactly where you're coming from. Okay. All right. I'm behind it. I'm here for it. Yeah. yeah. Just, I think that Humphreys is going to have a big year this year. I mean, everybody was concerned, you know, oh, the weapons Humphreys will be pushed down. He's holding his own in training camp. I mean, you know, he's still performing well. It's not like he just stopped performing. I don't know where it's just be that they got Chris Godwin and Deshaun Jackson and O.J. Howard that Adam Humphreys would suddenly lose his spot. Oh, no, no, that's not happening. Um, the Bucks really like Humphreys, and I think Humphreys is going to make a difference on uh, on Sunday, which is uh, tomorrow, but not sure when you listen to this. If you're listening to this and you're listening, you listen to this on Monday morning and Adam Humphreys, you know, has a great game, please feel free to compliment me. I would take it. <laughs> I'll make sure... I'll make sure I give you some credit. Uh, really quick, guys, we just wrapped up what we think is going to be happening against the Chicago Bears on Sunday, week two. Let's talk about really quick, just a little plug. We never brought it up before. It's something relatively new regarding the show. We are on Instagram now. Uh, something newer, something kind of last minute, something I was laying in bed at 2.30 in the morning, and I was like, okay, uh, let's reach out even more. You know, we took the idea of getting on as many platforms as we can, and it's done absolutely no harm to us. It's helped the show out a lot. We've done really good numbers on iTunes. We just hit 50 subscribers on YouTube, so thank you guys very much for that. And I do know last I checked, we were at about 400 downloads on iTunes, which is absolutely incredible. But we are on Instagram now, at Cannon Fire Podcast. if you would like to go follow us. And if you follow us and mention that you were a listener on YouTube or iTunes, uh, just shoot us a quick DM, comment on a photo, say, hey, I followed you and I listened before. Um, we will make sure to shout you out on the story and give you your 24 hours of glory on the Cannon Fire Podcast Instagram. Right now, we only have about 50 followers, so you're not going to get that much exposure, but the more exposure, the better. <laughs> We're looking for any friends we can get right now on Instagram, so make sure you go follow at Cannon Fire Podcast. Same as it is anywhere else. Also follow us on Twitter at CannonFirePod. And you can follow Evan on Instagram at BucksFootball, the number one Buccaneers fan page on Instagram for a very, very long time running. And Evan, aren't you close to 17K now, or are you still at 16? No, I've just hit 16. Um, yep, yep, we just hit 16, and uh, we got a lot of things coming up for the page uh, this season, so... Uh, Hope you guys all um, all enjoy it and uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned for sure. And it is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode today just because we were running a little late. I hate to say that, but honestly, Hurricane Irma setting up for that, preparing for that, packing everything away and getting it all taken care of. That kind of set us back a little bit, as we said in the announcement video before. But we are back on track and every Thursday night we will be uh, recording an episode and looking to release it on iTunes and YouTube on Fridays. But we did want to close out the show really quick. I wanted to bring up tomorrow for the game, or whenever you're listening to this, for the Chicago game, be on the lookout for a new vlog on the channel. It'll be a vlog-type video. Um, Myself and my significant other, we are attending the game tomorrow, and we will also be attending the Hall of Fame tailgate in the morning, and I will drop a little bit of info on that if you guys are going as well. Uh, the tailgate information, what the buck really matters, we'll be collecting Walmart gift cards for hurricane relief and treasure box donations, uh, benefits One Voice and the Paul's Project, all brought to you by Steps Towing Service in Florida. 
The parking lot will open up at 9 a.m. Parking in the lot is open, but it's $20. And it is 3316 West Ohio Avenue, Tampa, Florida, 33607, right there by the stadium. Just remember your tickets that you can get on Buccaneers.com. Remember your cash for parking donations, etc. Remember a clear plastic bag that you can bring into the game. And sunscreen, because it's going to be a hot one. The forecast says 88, mostly sunny, but we all know that heat index is probably going to reach up to 94, 95, even if you are not in shade. At 11 a.m., we're going to open the game. Play with I assume is beer pong. To your now, 15 and last call and break at 11.38. What the fuck? The state carriers and alcoholics all of Florida will feed Raymond James. On the lookout for that on the YouTube channel. It'll be a great time. Great videos, great interviews. We talk to everybody we can. It's going to be a good time if you guys are going to be out there tomorrow. Make sure you hello and it'll be a good time. about going to do it, guys. Really, anything else we can touch on? I do know that came to the area earlier this week. There are still, believe it or not, a lot of people without power around the Tampa Bay area. And going back to the tail, another thing that we're going to be brought up. Tailgate, the fund will come directly to Hurricane Relief. And then that will it will go to the area of the month, which was the whole project, as well as the other one that was about to Donate is not necessary, but appreciated, especially if you're going to stick around and see burger hot dogs. I know they can throw it down on the grill, so let's make sure we have a good time and benefit out here. But then, before we shut things down, man, any last words for me today? Uh, no, not really. Football, uh, no pun intended, there, uh, of this <laughs> season. It was just uh, a plug. He actually just the, wanted to. He wanted to plug. I'm in just the saying. Plug. I'm, I care about talking about the game. Um, you know, just uh, have fun. Uh, you know, guys, be loud. Uh, that, that's that's the biggest thing. Uh, you need. You know, Bucks need to create that that home field advantage. And you know, the only real way there's two ways to do it. And I mean, the 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 first way and the most important way is they need to win at home, which. Um, they, the Bucks have actually won four straight home games, so hopefully to make that five. Uh, and and the second thing is the the fancy to be loud. Uh, you know, it's it's simple. Um, fancy to show up. You need to need to be loud. Need to be passionate. Uh, you know. Um, you know, don't be a don't be douche to anybody. But oh yeah, without a doubt, it's all you know, about a the, Bears fan. Then it's okay. All about the mutual respect, unless you're from Chicago, but. Even then, we'll be all right to you. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll, uh, we'll put up with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I went to I went to the Week Ten Bears game versus the Bucks last year, and uh, there was there's a couple fans that were a little obnoxious, but there was there was two ladies um, sitting right in front of us, and I mean, they absolutely hated Jay Cutler. I mean, hated him. <laughs> oh my god! You should have heard you should have heard some of the stuff that um, 
that they were yelling. Uh, and they, I remember Jay Cutler threw, I mean, he didn't throw, and he didn't throw, that was the problem. Uh, he, they were on the, they were in the red zone, and, and Jay Cutler held the ball, and that's when Noah Spence had that strip sack. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the, the Bucks got the ball, and it was a huge momentum shifter, and they just went off. Um, so, so the, those two were pretty funny. Uh, they didn't really, they didn't, they didn't like uh, complain to us or whatever, but they, they were just they were laughing and joking with us. So there, there's there's a lot of good fans out there, but there's some that are obnoxious, um, you know, and, and that happens. But just try to be as crazy as you can. Uh, yeah, like I said, just be loud. That, that's that's the number one thing. Um, you know, you, to create the home field advantage is just going to help the Bucks. It's, you know, it really is. It's just another way to help the Bucks. Um, I'm going to say, you know, Justin Palowski, who you'll probably see there tomorrow, right? Um, oh, for sure. Um, at the uh, at the what the Buck tailgate, uh, he will. Uh, you know, I mean, he has said, and I agree with it. And that's why I'm going to say it here. The fans deserve this. Um, the fans deserve to play for uh, the Bucks to play like this, and. The Bucks deserve the fans' support because uh, of how many years that they've, you know, guys like Joe McCoy, Levante David, how many years they've sat through misery and been embarrassed and, you know, been ashamed to be, to say they're Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And um, it definitely helps when you have the fans' support no matter what. So that's an important thing. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say. Uh, also, a quick announcement uh, be thinking about. Uh, all depends on what time you know Rhett gets home or whatever. But uh, doing something to where like a live stream after the game tomorrow. Uh, not, I have no clue what time, but it'll be a live stream. That's all I know. Um, and it'll just be you know doing some highlights from the game, thoughts on it, and uh, pretty much it. So we're gonna come at you guys every Sunday after the Bucks game with that, and then on Thursday we're gonna do our Vikings preview and uh, predictions for that game. So. Uh, some fun stuff coming up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Remember, guys, if you are going to be at the game tomorrow, have fun. Like Evan said, remember to be respectful. Everyone's there to watch a game of football. You don't want to make it not fun for the people who have never been to an NFL game. Should be a lot of fun. And that's just about going to do it for us here on the Cannon Fire Podcast. Episode 6 is in the books. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am Redicus signing out for Evan. And remember, Atlanta led by 25. Have a good rest of your week, and go Bucks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.